You're back. You're ready to heal. I'm Chris, and this is the Save Your Soul podcast, where we observe and navigate healing in phases through intentional conversations centered around living, wellness, and spirituality. As you continue to listen, I hope that you are cleansed, centered, and empowered. Get what you need and be. Riding in 85 degree dry heat was the norm for us. Living in Houston, all our lives meant we were used to the heat. My sister and I drove down Highway 6 in search of food while she was doing her Christian duty by observing the Daniel fast. I never heard of fasting nor Daniel before. I guess all those summers in vacation Bible school didn't seem to do too much. It was fun though. My sister swung left into the Wendy's drive-thru, and as we waited in line, she said, You have to try these new natural-cut french fries. They're made with sea salt, girl, and have the brown skin on them, so you know they're real potatoes. And since potatoes come from the earth, we can eat them on the Daniel Fest. She was right. Potatoes do come from the earth, but I don't think that's how it worked. It will be several years before I engaged in a fast of my own. Samantha, whom I met on Instagram, was doing a three-day water fast. And inspired, I decided to join her. That entire first day felt like torture. My head hurt. I was hungry and irritable. There was no cutting corners in eating natural cut french fries. This was sacrificial. I was pushing myself in a way that I had never been before. By the third day, I had surrendered to moving slowly. Rest was my refuge and peace took over me. The hunger subsided. The water was refreshing. I never experienced anything like that. I realized how much clearer my thoughts were and how well I was able to articulate them. It was as if my brain was being rewired. I learned a new practice, something that I could carry with me forever and use as needed. Fasting. Fasting brought me closer to the divine. It brought me closer to me. Hey y'all, it's been a minute, um, but I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Thank you uh, to everyone who has sent messages and has been continuing to listen and share um, on the gram and all of that. Like, I appreciate, appreciate y'all. <laughs> That's funny. What is a appreciate? I appreciate y'all so much. Um, but uh, yeah, woo. It's, it's been a while. I, I I I don't have a reason. So we ain't even finna get in here and make excuses. We're just finna get in here and do this work. Um, it is the 1st of April. So happy, was it a happy April, April Fool's Day? Um, it's also my friend slash producer, Marcel's birthday. So happy birthday, Marcel. Shout out to him. Um, 
today's topic is like right on brand because um, I'm hosting a group challenge this month and it is a three-day body cleanse uh, challenge which starts on April 4th and um, I'm excited about it and I'm going to just put it in the show notes and you know y'all could check it out or just go to my IG, my Instagram and check it out. But um yeah, this this topic is something I've actually been wanting to talk about. Um literally I have like a list of topics and I had never actually fleshed it out completely until now. So um talk about divine timing. Um but yeah, so turn down your plate. What is fasting? Um fasting is the willful refinement from eating and or drinking emphasis on willful refinement um i think many of us who grew up around fasting as a practice um we saw it we heard the word but it wasn't explained to us um, all we witnessed was like abstinence, you know, just removal of all the things or some of the things and your mama just saying, uh-uh, we're not eating that right now. <laughs> or your mom making something for you, but she eating something else. Um, but we didn't really, for me anyway, my personal experience and some of my sister friends, because we've had this kind of conversation before during like Lent season, um, we heard of fasting, but we didn't know really what it was. Um, there are like many benefits of fasting, you know, it can do so much for you. Um, and people fast for many reasons, such as like to lose weight, um, to cleanse their bodies, to aid in the uh, the detoxification process, um, for religious observations, like I said, such as Lent or like Ramadan, um, even for like medical reasons, you know, if you're getting ready to do like a test or something, you may fast or to like just break a habit, maybe uh, to reset. I know I personally fast to recenter myself um, in all ways. And like when I'm doing too much on my diet, like that sugar demon come up on me, I fast so that I could get back on track. Um when my life feels like it's in shambles or like when I'm in shambles, I fast, you know, for peace of mind. So, uh, you know, there's a number of ways which we're going to kind of get into. But um, I think even in saying that, like many of us only learned about fasting as it pertains to food, which um again, didn't teach us the reason behind fasting or the purpose of fasting or the benefits either. Um, So like, what does fasting look like? You can fast from literally anything. You can fast from all foods, certain foods, alcohol, smoking, music, sex, or even talking, which is um, something I learned from um, Queen of Fool. Um... In her book, Sacred Woman, which is, (laughs) if you don't have Sacred Woman, girl, even guys, I really wish that men would read Sacred Woman because it really will help um, them to understand women more and what our bodies go through, what certain things mean 
for us and to us and for them and all of that. Um, was a little mini plug slash tangent, but in the book, she talks, she tells us about a talking fast where I think you go for a certain amount of time per day without talking at all. And you let everybody know like, Hey, I'm not talking between the hours of 7am and you know, 11am or whatever it is, or you may go a full 24 hours with no talking. Um, you could fast that way. Um, but for today, I'm focusing on the food aspect. Um, so how do you know when you need to go on a fast? Um, three ways are um, that well, like first is that your body's your body will send cues, um, and mucus is one of them. Um, I will say mucus is common, but it is not normal. Okay, mucus is common, but it is not normal. Um, I think that in Western medicine and in the regurgitation of a lot of like information that is told to us by doctors or, you know, on the gram, whatever, we use the word common, I mean, um, normal very loosely um, to identify things that are common. Um, you know, like, when you have an eye booger, <laughs> or that's mucus coming from your eyes. That's not normal, although it is common because we refer to them as eye boogers. It's so gross, but um, you know, same thing with um, you know bodily secretions. Like that's not normal. It's just common because we all are commonly eating the same things. Are commonly, um, you know. We all have the same habits, or mo- a lot of us, I shouldn't say all. Um, but the same, the thing is, is that whenever mucus is coming from the body, it is trying to push something out. It is trying to protect you, to save you. Uh, more than likely, it's trying to fight off some type of infection. Um, if you were to get like a little pus pocket, you know, on your in your mouth, on a tooth, on your gum, or anywhere, you're going to be alarmed and go and get that treated. Um, or, you know, use some kind of, um, natural remedy to, you know, fix the problem. And I feel like the same way we look at those kind of like big problems, we should identify these other things again that we see as normal. Um, you know, we should attack those in the same way. Um, after six years of, elevating my diet and my lifestyle and living as like a conscious eater, I've gotten to the point where my body reacts immediately when I eat something I shouldn't. Like that whole kind of thing that goes on, (laughs) like that's mucus forming in your throat, letting you know that something that just went down that way does not support you. Okay. So... Next, and it's so funny because I know for some people listening, this will probably be like the first time you hear this. And now I think from now on, you're going to be like, oh, my throat is doing that thing. Like you're going <laughs> to, as soon as you eat something and that mucus comes up, you're going to be like, Chris did say, yeah, it's the mucus in your throat. Your body is letting you know. It's a cue letting you know, hey, we don't like this. This isn't good for us. Um, For me, it could be something as simple as a piece of bread. 
it will it will make my throat do a thing, um, especially dairy. Like I don't do dairy, so when I do, my body is like, now girl, <laughs> you know better. Um, but the another way um, that our bodies lets us know that we need to fast is through like that groggy feeling or like fatigue. Um, simply put, what we eat can weigh us down. Certain foods make you tired and weak, especially sugar, which, um, is, it's interesting, right? Because most of us are taught is we're taught from a young age, too much sugar makes you jump all around. It makes you hyper. It gives you a lot of energy, right? Um, and the thing is, yes. And it's it's like a drug. It is you know, we we've heard the um the what is the scientific like findings of how sugar reacts uh to, in the brain to the brain like you know, crack cocaine. Well I said crack cocaine, but cocaine. Um, you know, you get addicted, you have this type of like high where you got all this energy and yada yada, but then you come down, which is why you see addicts just like laid out sleep on the floor in the middle of the hot sun like sir are you not hot you know or people who are close to us that we know because we are we a lot of us have family members or have grown up around family members that were addicts and we noticed certain things we just didn't have the knowledge you know we weren't aware we weren't adults maybe yet um but you know falling asleep after you've taken some type of pill drug (laughs) that's the side effect of the drug you know um so it's the same thing with the sugar You have all this energy at first, but then you crash. Um, So if you have that feeling um, daily, because typically what happens too is we'll go back and and put more sugar or caffeine or whatever into our diet, into our bodies to wake us back up. So if that's something that you are experiencing like over and over again, an addiction of the source, because we have to call it what it is, then yeah, it's time for a cleanse. It's time for you to fast. Um, I think on a spiritual level, the body does not get tired. I feel like I've said this to you guys before, but the body doesn't know what it is to get tired. Um, it's the mind that tells us we're tired. Usually you can go, you can do more than what you think you can. So if you find yourself unable to like do the things that means that your spirit is weary and you need to fast. Um, the third thing, when you're feeling lost and need clarity, um, I think all fasting is spiritual, but I think this is definitely like a spiritual form of fasting. Um, and this is a big one and probably the one that I really want to focus on. Like, God is not the author of confusion, okay? And when you have too much on your plate, meaning you're being overindulgent physically and like in your work and things like that because you can have too much on your plate with what you're trying to do, then it may be because you need clarity. And to get clarity, you need to turn down your plate, period. If you turn down your plate, can't nobody else put nothing on it. 
If you turn down your plate, you can't put nothing else on it. Literally, like with your food and, and in life. Um, I think so much is available now for us to consume. But we have to learn to say no. Especially in this fingertip society. I just made that up. Fingertip society. Thank you. Um... But yeah, we have to learn how to say no in this fingertip society where everything is literally available to us at our fingertips. And that goes for the food, the Uber Eats. That, that's Your food is available to you at your fingertips. Your groceries at your fingertips. A man at your fingertips. A woman. Amazon Prime. Sex, literally. You name it, like everything is available at your fingertips. So how can you say no when it's right there? Um, turning down your plate allows you to hear spirit, a.k.a. your highest self. And I said highest self, not higher, because higher could just be one step up. Highest is all the way up, right? I think when we, when we, when we, um, how can I put it? When we sync ourselves with spirit, when I say I am God, I'm a goddess. I, you know, when I refer to, um, my highest self and spirit being one and the same, I think we need to talk about the most high, like your highest self. Um, There's been times when I wasn't sure about like my next move in business and I literally go and fast for three days and drink only water and the, I would have these like epiphanies, these revelations and it would be so clear. Um, To turn down your plate would require though that you know that you are divinely protected and that you lack nothing. And what I mean is feeling like you're going to pass out or die of food deprivation or miss out on some good food will keep you in a chokehold, literally. Like, turkey leg cut is not going anywhere. If you want to eat a little turkey leg cut, do it after you fast it. But by, if you do the fast, I think, and do it with intention and, you know, get what you should be getting out of it or could get out of it, you probably won't even want turkey leg cut as soon as you finish fasting. It's not to say you'll never want it again, but it probably won't be, or I would say it shouldn't be the first thing you go to. If you're not from Houston, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But Houston, H-Town, we know what turkey leg hood is. The line be wrapped around the city of Houston for these turkey legs, okay? Um, Google it. But, and it was not an endorsement. <laughs> I am not endorsing turkey leg hood, okay? Y'all know how I get down. But, um, yeah. Like, thinking that you first of all, you just go into the extreme by thinking you're going to die or pass out from food deprivation for a little three-day fast. Like, child, you are going to be okay. 
That is really what our minds tell us that we can't handle, can and can't handle to keep us quote unquote safe. And I use the little air quotes because eating that stuff is not keeping you safe anyway. Eating so much is not keeping you safe. Your body needs a break. Um, and when I say your body needs a break, the thing is, is like the, what you, you, like, I think we don't even, we don't think on this level that what, it's not just us eating. When we eat, our bodies has a job to do. And by you not giving it, a, like you never give it a break. It's always working. That is slavery. <laughs> Your body is a slave to you. Ooh. Ooh. Give it a break. Love on your body. Give it good foods so it doesn't have to work so hard and y'all can be in harmony for your time here. When you don't, you are literally working against your body. So when you don't have Meg the Stallion knees, how you mad? Don't blame it on old age. That's you. You wasn't loving them knees properly. Tangent, my bad. I'm back. I'm back. Um, but yeah, so thinking that you're going to miss out on some good food because you decided to fast for, for a couple days, right? I think that this is, not I think, this is also a lack mindset. Okay, so let's talk about it. If you're afraid of missing out, like, and, and due to you being afraid of missing out, you tell yourself you can't stop eating. Now, I can't, like... It, you may not be saying this lit, like out loud or actually saying this to yourself, but indirectly, your lack mindset has you feeling like, hey, if it's a birthday party that comes up, I'm going to miss out on that cake. I'm going to miss out on that, that the baby shower meatballs and, you know, the green beans. Like, I got to eat. I can't go on a fast right now. I'll do it later. That's a lack mindset. You mean to tell me that meatballs and green beans not going to be there after your fast? You mean to tell me there's nothing else that you can replace that with? Like a little, a little, what's something I like to eat? A little veggie soup, a little falafel situation, a little Mediterranean salad, a little something. It's going to, you have options. There's more than just that. Many of us use food as a coping mechanism or an escape room. And we become numb to what's happening for us. Usually that uncomfortable feeling that we have is coming from a place that needs our attention. But if we keep putting Popeye's spicy chicken sandwiches and six pounds of crawfish during crawfish season on top of everything, then how can we find our way? How can you hear? How do you know what needs your attention? Because you sleep, you got the itis. Help today, hit dog on holla. I'm just saying, I'm, I love y'all. I love y'all enough to tell you the truth. Like I said, when um, when I joined one of my sister friends live on yesterday, you have to get tired of your own shit. You like I repeatedly. This is not, you don't just get tired one time. I have been tired of myself several times because I hear myself when I make excuses. I hear myself 
when I lie to myself. I see myself when my body ain't giving what it's supposed to give. And I was, I've been, I'm tired of it. Like, aren't you tired of saying I'm trying to lose weight? Aren't you tired of saying, yeah, something, something about these thirties is different than these twenties. That's a lie. It's people that's in their sixties running laps around some of us in our thirties, twenties and thirties. Like the people in the church, that is a lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> like, for real. You tell yourself that to make yourself feel comfortable with the decisions that you make. You tell yourself that because in your brain, it's easier to not change than to actually do the work. And really, it's not easy. I'm, it's easy today. But it's not easy when you, on my 600-pound life, trying to get to Houston uh, and talk to the little mean man and get him to <laughs> help you lose some weight, do the weight loss surgery. And no shades of people that have had to go through that, right? Like everybody has their journey. Everybody's story is valid. But for the people who like, like are ready, like right now, like it's somebody that needed to actually hear this. And that's who I'm talking to. It's somebody who's like, you know what? I was going to do this anyway. So this is right on time. That's who I'm talking to. Go in your pantry and just throw everything out. If you don't want to be wasteful, pack it up and give it to someone that's uh, that's in need. Or give it to somebody that's not where you are yet. They'll eat it. But stop making excuses. Stop lying to yourself. Lying to yourself is violence against the self, toward the self. Lying to yourself is violence towards the self. Choosing to heal is self-love. Choosing not to heal is self-violence. So if you're getting tired of going in circles or starting things and prematurely stopping them because it's, it's just not working or you feel called, air quotes, to something else, get some clarity. Turn down your plate. And fast. Look at what you're consuming. Ask yourself why you're consuming it. Be mindful. Be a conscious eater. Don't just eat. Because also, that's another thing. A lot of the times we think we're hungry. You're just thirsty. You may just need water. So, I hope this shed light on fasting. Um, I definitely feel like this is something for us to dive deeper into. As we, you know, like move through the conversation. But I just wanted to give like a soft introduction into fasting for clarity, um, for spiritual purposes and things of that nature. So I'm interested to know how you return to center and get clarity when you need to. Um, do you fast regularly? What's your process? Feel free to join the discussion over on Instagram or write me directly at sageyoursoul at gmail.com. Um, I love to talk to you. And, you know, if you got time, if you're ready, join the challenge. It's free. It's a three-day situation. And it's like, it's for you. It's available. The doors are open. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> okay, so... 
thank y'all for listening. Um, this was such a great first episode uh, after a year. A year. I'm lying. It has not been a year, but this has been so fun um, since I've been kind of MIA. I'm back. I promise y'all. Just, just bear with me. Um, but yeah, y'all. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you again for listening. I love y'all and I like y'all. Bye. Our time together has come to an end for today. Thank you for listening. I can feel your energy and I'm so glad to know that you're vibrating higher. Before you go, take a moment to rate and subscribe. Your support is everything. I look forward to our next chat. Until next time, be well.